What's up? Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Remember when we were talking about fungible stuff? Because of the rise of non-fungible tokens. And then didn't you buy like some... I didn't um, get into any funge. You didn't get into the funge. No, funge for me. Okay, did you buy... Cryptocurrency. Crypto. Yeah, I bought $1,000 worth of cryptocurrency. So I bought like... Um, a thousand dollars? Actually, maybe it was eleven hundred dollars. Wow! Of must different be nice crypto just to have currencies. that kind of money hanging around. <laughs> and uh, wow, wow! You're not a bad stock. I was trying to do Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, wow! That's not too bad. I could work it out if I have a I don't know forty eight hours. My eleven hundred dollars, um, wow. I believe, is now one thousand eighty eight dollars. At one point, okay, it was as low as $600. Look at that. Okay. It went back up. That's fantastic. Yes, I'll read you the name of my assets again. Okay. Here we go. All right. <laughs> On the count so of 40. Here we go. One. Solana. Two. Uh-huh. Chainlink. SushiSwap. Bitcoin Cash. Cardano. Dogecoin. Stellar Lumens. Shiba Inu. Crypto.com Coin. And Wrapped Luna. No That's idea. fake stuff. That's, oh, it all <laughs> sounds fake, but hey, if you've fake. got the money to invest in it, you go for well, it. Well, I just thought, just take a little. But if one of those goes to the moon... That's all it takes. And you, this chair will be spinning. You'll uh-huh, be like, where, uh-huh. where'd Steve go? Oh, the chair sure. is spinning. Wow. That's going to be On crazy. On my way to the Bentley happens. dealer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. I would like a Bentley. Oh, man. Would you? That you know, looks so obnoxious. It, I, I guess 10 years ago, Steve wanted a Bentley. Maybe like if more it looked like, like a Mercedes or something or a Beamer. A very, very nice Mercedes, I think, would be nice. I would like that. Um, like, give me the best Mercedes that they have. Um, I like when you're in a very luxurious car. Oh, the Bentleys I are like nice. It when the doors close softly. You're looking at a Bentley right now? Yeah, okay, those are nice. I was picturing a Bentley being like... A Rolls with, Royce? Like with the big, ornate... Uh, what do you call that thing at the front of the car? Hood ornament. Hood, hood ornament. I was picturing it looking like, you know, chauffeur type of thing. This is a newer model. Yeah, they've uh, rounded the fronts a little bit more. Yeah, these it's a are nice. Less boxy. How about the Rolls Royce? All right, you could get a Bentley. How much is a Bentley? I don't know. Are we shopping uh, for a Bentley? $238,000. Oh, okay, that's great. I see one for three twenty six five fifty. dollars Okay. That's now new. Now look up a Rolls Royce. That's probably what I'm thinking of. Rolls Royce is like the 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 twisty mustache of the cars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and this is what Travis Kelsey is driving your best friend Taylor Swift around in. Oh wow! I believe is a big Rolls Royce like that's this. ugly. I hate that with everything I have. That's uh, how much is a Rolls Royce? Those are that's obnoxious. That is what miles per gallon it gets. Starting around three fifty. Okay. Starting price. Okay, so here's what I think. If that's what Travis Kelsey is buying, I think to myself, red flag. If I'm in a relationship with him, I'm like red flag, total red flag. This guy's just gonna, he's gonna make us bankrupt. Twelve city, eighteen highway. That's not good. I didn't say it was good. It's not good. No, it's not good. You know what? I drove past, I won't mention the make and model of your car because Donna thinks the paparazzi are just waiting for her location. 
You don't know if they're, they're not. But I drove past a uh, beat-up crossover SUV today. And same color. And I was like, oh, I wonder. And it was on a highway that you and I could be on together. Uh And I was like, oh, I wonder. And then I pulled up a little bit closer to the window, but not fully side by side. And I saw someone hunched over, bad posture, sort of lumpy back. And then I got a little bit of the face, weathered, if not angry. And I was like, that's you. And right as I go to honk, it was not. It was an older gentleman. But I thought... saw you today and i was like well we're, we should be carpooling oh my gosh thank you compliment accepted um it's funny you say that i my hair person your hair looks great sorry thank i meant you. to say that when Son i got here anyway she is looking for a similar car to mine and she's like do you want to sell it i'm like well i i could look up the value she's like what year is it i'm like 2012 she's like oh that's too new She's like, we're only looking to spend like eight thousand. I'm like, I could get eight more than eight thousand dollars for my car. Has she seen the bumper? Don't worry about it. Sorry. All right, so what's that going to knock off? Two grand. It's just got a little bump in the bumper. Yeah, the I four? tried. I tried to sell mine for fourteen two five. Didn't get a lot of action on it. Hmm. What'd you say, Mike? That's what they're for. It's a bumper. It's called the bumper. Yeah, so you could bump into it. Yeah, that's the truth of the matter. I wonder if we were better off with those metal bumpers than this plastic garbage. I used to think, too, if you built a steel cage around cars, would people still die in accidents? Well, maybe not the people in the car, but the people who hit you might. But what if everybody (laughs) had, like, big steel things around them so that the car didn't accordion ever? Mad Max Fury Road. Come on, man. I do Mm -hmm. like the idea. I think it almost sounds like a no-brainer. Like, why aren't we doing that? And I think that there are probably a myriad of reasons that you and I aren't aware of. Pretty jarring on the body. We'd all have to wear Hans devices like they use in NASCAR. Really? To make yeah. sure we don't get the whiplash and have our neck snap. Yeah. Oh, you can't really it's... get hurt in a NASCAR car anymore because of this Hans device that doesn't allow your head to whiplash. Oh. But you'd have to be so harnessed in that if you were going 60 against another steel caged car, it would not end well. Oh, uh, okay. Mike, see, right. this is all we had to do. Let's we'll talk with here. our resident engineer. <laughs> and he talked us down off of that. You know, when I was he there, cleans up after us. I was maybe in eleventh uh, grade, I think. My mom was driving me to school, and I had woken up all of maybe four minutes before I needed to leave the door. <laughs> I could do this back in high school. Some things haven't changed. And uh, <laughs> I get into the car, and I was super tired. And my mom is driving, and I'm up there in the dri- passenger seat with her. And I was like, "Okay, it's like a fifteen minute ride to school." I can catch some Z's. Stevie boy. That's a typical teenager. Goes to lean his head back on the headrest. Someone had removed. Oh, I do that. I remove my headrest. Donna, you could die. Well, I I do it because I put the the seat down for the dog. Oh, but not the headrest of the seat that you're in. No, I wouldn't do it to my own, but I do it to the back seat. yeah, Yeah, that's for that reason. But this one was me fully expecting to rest my head. So I fully trust falled my head and you would not believe how fully back your neck can flap. And then I thought that really hurt. And what if we got into an accident and I went forward and then back my head would be in the back seat. Yeah, you were fully trusting that there was a headrest behind you. It was always there before that. I'm so sorry. It's 11-11. Make a wish. Okay. I wish that this segment would end. It is. <laughs> Wishes do come true. See, kids? Uh, what do you want to do when we come back? You want to do a study? You want to do a study? 
I'll do a study. I like, I like office talk, and this is. I do um, too. Donna's got a list of unspoken office rules that you should never break. Yes, I love it. What's that mean? Farting in the office. Oh, okay. And if you've got one, why don't you send us an email? Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com and we'll get to some of uh, the things that you think should go on the list when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Hi, it's Donna for Energy Savers Fireplaces. You guys, if you are looking to add a fireplace to your home, or maybe you just you want to switch out an existing fireplace, you got to do yourself a favor and make sure that Energy Savers Fireplaces is on your radar. You can stop into their showroom. It's over in Oakdale. You can get a free in-home estimate. You could also go to their website and play with some of their online tools that will help you visualize the type of fireplace of your dreams in your own space. It's really cool. And now is a good time because their January sale is happening where you can save up to $1,000 with their in-stock sale. And you could get up to $500 off with their Hearthstone wood stove sale. They got some really nice wood stoves. Energy Savers Fireplaces is a full-service fireplace store. No project is too small. No project is too big. If you are dreaming about a fireplace, you got to go to energysaversfireplaces.com or simply stop by their showroom, your complete fireplace store, Family owned and operated since 1976, just off Highway 36 in Oakdale. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we are back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Everybody ready for a list? Ready. Do it. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial. Several long term studies have shown. They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. All right, I feel like if you'd like to add to the list, you can give us a call, 651. 641-1071. These are 10 unspoken office rules you should never break. Oh, wow. Some of these get real deep. This is from Reddit. So people partaking in a little survey. Okay. I might be guilty of this. I think we'll all be guilty of a couple, right? Nobody's perfect. Right. Okay. So number one on the list, unspoken office rules. If you're in a meeting forever... And your boss says, okay, anything else? Nothing. Say nothing. Say nothing. Say no. (laughs) You can always get whatever question that is going to add more time to this long meeting answered later. You're right. You are the worst. If it's long, I won't ask a question. If it's short and there's something that I really need to know, I would like an answer to my question. That's fair. I... 
I have said to you before going into meetings. Don't say, don't ask anything. Let's just keep, keep this real bullet pointy. Keep this puppy moving. You're but right. you're, but you're right that you're more I'm thorough. You know. Yeah, I want to make sure that I'm. I've got the instructions correctly. You know. I get I've, that. I, okay. Number two on the list: things, uh, unspoken rules at the office. Don't be too efficient because it makes other people look bad. Mm. And your boss will just ask you to do more. If you're not busy, don't tell anyone you're not busy. Yeah. It is true that the better you are at your job, the more that is expected of you. So I say everybody mail it in. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay. Steve, you're you're already you've already aced that. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's right. Number 3. Steve, what? The third time you walk past someone in a day does not require a hello. What am I, a robot? Say hi the first time. Okay. Nod the second time and ignore that person after that. I think the room in which you're passing them really matters. There's some context there that matters. Okay, let's say you see Ross. Okay, you and Ross have a nice little hello conversation. Mm -hmm. How was your weekend? Blah, blah, blah. Ross, by the way, is right next door to us, to our prep room. Yeah, loudest guy in the building. Very, very positive energy, though. Really, really sweet guy. Now you see him in the cafeteria two hours later. Oh, what for happens? sure we're talking. Okay. Rossi. Rossi, baby. Somebody get hungry? <laughs> we're cheating. Then if I saw him after that, I got to do a, boy, we just, we got to quit meeting like this. Oh, God. You have to. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Yeah, that's, that is you. Like whenever we have guests in the studio, Mike, yeah. I say to them, like, soup and sit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we leave the studio and we start walking and I go, watch this. He's going to stop and talk to every person we pass. And they're like, no, really? And I'm like, just watch, watch. And sure enough, Hey, Bryce, remember me, Steve from TV? I do say that a lot. Yeah. And Bryce is like, I thought they fired you a long time ago. That is a quote that happens. Did I make up the name Bryce? You did. Is we there? don't employ a Bryce here. Okay. All right. That really worked well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, never reheat something smelly like fish. Bradley. <laughs> Especially right before someone else is going to use the microwave, you are going to cross-contaminate their food with fish stink. This yeah. is funny. I, we have um, uh, an air fryer at home. Oh. I am not allowed to make fish in it. I can only make vegetables in it. You own the home, yes? I don't own the air fryer, though. Oh, respect. Okay. Right, right. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Anna called in and have that exact same one. She's really? like, don't yeah. reheat your salmon right before a big meeting. Somebody did yeah. that, and I'll name him. Say his, name. his name is Chris Hockey, and Whoa. he did it. This was years ago. Everybody walked into the station and was like, oh, my God, <laughs> it smelled. <laughs> I, you can imagine what it smelled like. He was heating broccoli a oh, lot. Yeah. And it just permeated everything. I remember not good. we had this a while ago when the respectfully hens over at Twin Cities Live were telling me that I was spraying too much cologne. You know, I'd have like a thing and I'd be like, oh, let me try this. And then they're like, no, Steve, you can't spray yeah, that. Yeah, you're on the list. Meanwhile, <laughs> you're on these the list. organic freaks. 
would would microwave this one day in particular, this god awful broccoli concoction. No, you can't stunk do that. up the whole joint where we all, all twelve of us, shared a small space. Yes, very sulfuric. Yeah, sulfurous. yeah, it smelled like somebody yeah. just ripped, and like like Shrek just ripped. And then <laughs> they were giving me beef about spritz and cologne. I was like, how is that more offensive than that? Well, I think they're equally offensive, according to this list. You don't want to, uh, where does it say, don't be the smelly person at work. If your odor is more pungent than most, you probably don't even know. But they say invest in perfume or cologne. Yes. However, too much perfume or cologne is a blessing. <laughs> also makes you the smelly one at work. I hate I'd to break it to you. I'd rather be the smelly one than the stinky one. Or neutral skin person. If you work with people and you don't, they don't put off a fragrance... What a what a life poorly lived. Have a scent. Have a smell. <laughs> it feels good to smell good. All right, all right. I uh, love good scents. What else is on here? Don't mess with other people's stuff. Steve, I saw what you did last week. Like if someone's out sick and you know they have extra ketchup packets in, at their desk. <sighs> Somebody in this office. Those are off limit. Got a box of chocolates. We all got a box Everybody of chocolates. Everybody got a box of chocolates. Okay. I ate mine. I almost told on you because I saw him in the cafeteria. I took someone else's chocolates, a person I know, and I opened the box of chocolates and I just took out a chocolate and then I wrapped it all back up. This person hadn't even gone to their mailbox in the first week and a half of the new year. And I don't know if they've been back there yet, if they've seen it, but when they finally open that box of chocolates, there will be eight instead of nine. <laughs> they will notice. Oh, of course they'll notice, but then they'll never know. That poor person. They'll never know. They'll never know. Okay, and uh, let's see. Unless you have a private office, don't use your speakerphone. Yeah. Be mindful about how loud you are. Yeah, public FaceTime and speakerphone people. I've noticed, and I'm sorry, I know some of you will get mad at me for this, but it feels like once you get to a certain age, and I'm going to say that age is 60, you just start taking FaceTime calls and speakerphone calls in the worst of places. <laughs> like, just, you gotta, like, isolate for that I don't that like that you said stuff. 60, you know. I uh, think that's the age. You want me to say 80 because you're close. So, wait. You, <laughs> say it again once you're a certain... I think, uh, my guess is once you get to about 60, that's when you have determined, I'm going to take a speakerphone call anywhere. Okay, I disagree with that. I think young anywhere. people do it a lot more. Really? However, um... 60. Yeah, I think if you're seeing people who do it, that's because once you hit 60, you don't care about anymore. Anything. You don't care. You're like, I don't care. I'm not wearing a bra. I what are you going to do about it? You know, also right? on that fa- that FaceTime feature that I said where you can choose noise isolation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, last week, I FaceTimed my wife from a basketball tournament where there were four games happening. I said, oh, by the way, I, let me turn this on. And then I was like, oh, it's already on. I said, can you hear me okay? She said, I can only hear you. Nothing else. No squeaking of shoes. It. Basketball's bouncing. All right, I got to find There's that a, feature. There's a voice isolation thing. Pull down your screen top right next time you're on FaceTime. We'll take a break. When we come back, not a slow jam. No slow jam. A thing will be next. It's a surprise. Hey, it is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. Uh, you know I talk about Crescent Tide my mom, still around in her mid-70s, is a client. She's actually agreed to prepay and pre-plan for a simple cremation when it's her time because she's like a lot of people these days. Uh, when that time comes, you want to have a celebration of life that fits that person 
And a lot of times that doesn't mean a sort of a formal, stuffy funeral home type situation. A lot of people just opt for a simple cremation and then go have a celebration of life that fits them. That's what my mom's going to do, and that's what so many people do when they turn to Crescent Tide. It is a customizable cremation service. You can add things like a small visitation, a fancier urn, but they'll talk you through that. They like to say they keep things simple, transparent, and affordable. That's the transparent part. Affordable? Hey, simple cremations start at just $1,000. You'll see when you look at their Google reviews or talk to anybody. That is a great price, better than anybody around. Check them out today, crescenttide.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You made it through the break. Welcome back. Friday, January 12th, 2024, the year of our Lord. The Don and Steve experience on my talk 1071. We're talking. All right, you're fun. fired. That was terrible. That was fun. Thank you for letting me do that. I regret it immediately. Was Rana it the Lord it? word? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look who it is! Hi, Rocco. Rocco. At the tone, the time will be Rocco clock. Hey, welcome back, Steve. How you feeling? Everything good? Feeling better. Good. Feeling better. Yeah, I've been trying to actively see if I could get a root canal today. Uh, all of the root canal people seem to be booked until pretty much the end of the month. So I offered. I'll hang on. I'll be fine. <laughs> Did they know who you are? Sadly, yes. And that's why they seem to keep pushing it back. They're like, well, we do have some. What if we sneaked you in? You know, they don't want the press to be there. Joe Schmidt's going to be there. <laughs> Trying so to do a live Schmidt. report on my teeth. Oh, my God. Ben Lieber, just I just saw on Twitter, he got a root canal at like 1130. <laughs> Oh, he wow. didn't even need one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's really, tough. So I was like, yeah, I'm the Twin Cities Live Guide, nothing. That's so, Rocco, it. we're not going to do a slow jam no, today? Uh, I think we're going to do slow jam classic, classic, classic. Oh, oh. I like that. I okay. found, because uh, without Steve here, there was just nothing but intelligent talk. What? That's right. <laughs> that's so true. Hang on a <laughs> you guys were breaking down. It's true. We were really. Why the Mars rover wasn't functioning properly. That's right. The, you know, stuff like that. We got talk- a lot into inflation. We did algebra. Projection of rate cuts this year. <laughs> you solved the problems in China, which it was too oh. late for John Denver. But uh, <laughs> everything in China. Uh, so I went back in the archives. I found a couple funny ones. I found uh, when we first heard uh, Lou Dobbs's uh, oh, no. Miss Spring. Pronunciation. Yes. The origin story. Yeah, of, of Russell Da. It sounded like this. <laughs> we should slow things down. Oh, yeah. 
Time once again for a Donna and Steve slow jam. How about Lou Dobbs, um, who had one of the greatest butcheries of all time? Lou Dobbs went to say um, Oaxaca, which is a place in Mexico. Yes. He instead said, in the city of that is exactly what it sounded like. He was trying to say Oaxaca. Our top story tonight, the caravan of mostly Central American immigrants is now in the Mexican city of Oaxaca. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to the Mexican city of Washington <laughs> tonight. <laughs> oh, the Mexican city of That was very unexpected at the time. Like when you said it, I was like, well, it can't be that, that bad. bad. And <laughs> instead was it was spot on. <laughs> Again, the word is Oaxaca. Now, Oaxaca is spelled very crazy. There's like an A-X-A-C-A oh, situation. That's too bad. Oaxaca. <laughs> And I, I realize I live in a glass house because I have told I always tell the story every time, but I had to say the word. I have to always tell myself what is the correct word when I tell the story. I had to say the word maha matamidi, <laughs> and I practiced it all day at my computer on Twin Cities Live. And then the time was there; we had an audience that day, and I said mahatmidi. <laughs> oh, no. I wrote it out phonetically. Did you what laugh I thought. like right on the spot and go, I tried? No, immediately. I wasn't sure if I butchered it or not because I was so confused. And then Elizabeth stopped the show. And I believe the next three to four minutes was all about. <laughs> 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 oh, what a journey. Yeah. One of our it's other tricky. favorite words that comes up on this show um, is uh, colon. <laughs> And oh, here's yes. a, oh, great. a slow jam classic involving that word. Don't you think maybe you should slow things down a little bit? Oh, yeah. Time once again for Adana and Steve Slow Jam. If you want to search specific sites instead of the entire internet, start with the word site s-i-t-e then a colon colon butt doctor butt doctor and then the earl colon colon that's not Colon. Colon. <laughs> 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 
is um, a colonial farmer or plantation owner, especially in Algeria. Especially in Algeria. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even say like so exclusively. Dumb. This only makes sense. <laughs> Especially, what an interesting word there. Oh, my God. oh gosh. <laughs> oh my god! What is the matter with you two today? Did you hear that? We just discovered a word we've never heard of before, and it is a very specific reference, though not exclusive, to Algerian use. And only in colonial time. <laughs> oh, I day the best. That was another dime. Uh, let's quick go around the room. Where's Algeria? Donna? Oh, yeah, no clue. Mike? Uh, I guess I don't know. I'm going to say South America. Oh, that, <laughs> I had to look it up, too. It's between Morocco and Libya. Hmm. Oh, wow. uh, Follow-up question. Africa. Yes. Africa. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Right. Wow. I was just gonna ask where Morocco and Libya are. <laughs> <laughs> so people don't know I'm dumb. Oh, Too wow. late. Oh wow, Morocco, that was a fun. I had no. I don't remember that at all either. Doesn't even colons. ring a bell. At the all. colons. That yeah, that is a very foggy memory. I just believe it because I heard it and yeah. we heard our voices. But isn't that funny? We've done so many shows that we don't even focus on it. Like. Uh, we just passed our six-year anniversary. When was that? January 8th, two days oh, after the uh, storming of the Capitol. Oh, that's amazing. Well, not that, but yeah, okay. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Bye. We've been on the air for six years together, and I've been doing radio with you in some form for eight years now. That's crazy. How many more years do I need to overtake Mus in terms of taking oh. up a time on air with you? How long were you Oops. and Mus together? Uh, 14 and a half. Wow. Yeah. Honest question. Okay. Do you think we have... just talked to him yesterday, as a matter of fact. Do you think that you and I... So we've been on this show together for six years. Do you think that we have eight and a half more years in us? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, hi, I see the face you just made at me. I didn't make and it. you didn't want the listeners to know that you were doing it. And I'm going to call you that out right now. a face that I was making because of my tooth pain. He just ahead. acted like he was <laughs> decrepit and walking on a cane. As an elderly, <laughs> decrepit That's person. how I feel like I will feel in eight years. You, my friend, getting younger. I'll, and then I'll retire. If we get another eight years, I will retire that day. Promise? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> so I've got a guaranteed out with you January 8th, 2032. January 9th, 2032, the Steve Show begins. Absolutely. Hey, how, how, what age can I retire at without like any kind of penalties? I think and I 59 get... and a half. 
Okay, to get my social security, full social security, how old do I have to be? 66? Rocco, can you look up? Sure. It's older now. I think it's like 67. Rocco Rocco looks like he's young, but he's like freaking 70. Uh, I feel like that was an insult towards me. You can receive social security retirement benefits as early as 62. Oh, okay. Okay, All right, a few more years. But they'll reduce your benefit. Yeah, I don't want that. So if you don't take them, the longer you don't take them, the more you get. Is what I understand. Got it. So okay. I am essentially your social security meal ticket. Because as long as we stay under the radar as a buried midday show. That's right. But we're an important part. We're not any of the tent poles. Oh, yeah. But we help tie the tent we're poles We're like together. Connecticut, right, Mike? There you go. You Connect. know, we're connecting mm-hmm. the yes. morning show to the late midday show. We're not the sexy face or the pretty legs, but we are the abdomen. That's right. right? And that's how we want it. <laughs> Yes, we don't need Six the pressure. Pack. Let me tell you yeah, something. Yeah. Like, imagine if uh, suddenly the morning show became available. Let's say Jace, the Jason show took off and he was like, I'm doing all TV. And Lex was like, yeah. I'm, I'm done. I'm going to go yeah. just do other things. I'm going to crochet and do crafts and yes. make money doing that. There would be zero percent chance, percent chance of yeah. Donna and I saying, oh, yeah. We'll throw our hat in the ring. Yeah, for we that would game. love to be considered never. to wake up super I early. I never want to do that again. Donna did it for a long time. I have a disdain for waking up in the middle of the night. And so, no. So, we are destined for midday abdomen glory. <laughs> Eight more years. Eight more years. Eight more years. Eight more years. Right. Bye, Rocco. Thank you, Rocco. That was really fun. It was a bliznass from the piznass. Yeah, it was. Whatever he said. Oh, we'll have to play some T-Pain for Rocco next time we see him. Okay. Okay. All right, that sounds weird for people who just tuned in. Oh, because we heard no, a really... No, it doesn't matter. Don't right, tell them. We heard a really <laughs> good cover. We heard a cover, and it was good. And it was T-Pain. When we come back, a fun football game to watch tomorrow. I know that the Vikes aren't in the playoffs. Okay. But I've got something that I think Minnesotans, even just from a sense of schadenfreude, We'll appreciate watching a football game tomorrow. We'll tell you what's in store and why the Chiefs-Dolphins game is a must-watch for all Minnesotans. When we come back, Donna and Steve on my talk. Hi! It's the final stretch of the Donna and Steve extravaganza on my talk 107. That may be a little too thick. Hey, it's the Donna and Steve show final stretch. Thanks. Yeah. Bye. Were we eating donuts? No, Donna. Why are you asking that? Because I was going through emails to see if there was anything that we might want to bring up on our radio program. Yeah, I said program, just to annoy you. Uh, Somebody had said, leaving half a donut, just eat the damn thing. I'm like, hi, are you having a stroke, first and foremost? And secondly, was I, or you, eating a donut? Hmm. Just some random thing that just came in. I'm like, well, maybe they were listening a while ago. Well, that sounds like a them problem. But it feels like maybe you could also just realize. Oh, it might be from weeks ago. I haven't had a donut in like three weeks. Was that during the office talk segment about like what not to do in the office? Did someone like eat half a donut and leave the rest? Oh, wasn't part of that? Mm -mm. Okay. Then I don't know. Nope. I have no answers for you. Okay. But I like that you spend a little time thinking about those things where I would just (laughs) try to lead on to the next email. I care what our listeners are saying. I try to respond to as many as I can. And if we talk about it on the air, I figure they don't need a response because I just said it on the air or you said it on the air. Mm. They talk about jelly roll, but (laughs) did they hear jelly donut? Maybe. 
That could be. Um, so I got a reason for everybody to watch the NFL uh, Wild Card Weekend Saturday night playoff game. Now, Problemo, it's streaming on Peacock only. Oh. So if you have NBC, this is not a simulcast, only on Peacock. Oh. But it's uh, a game with the Kansas City Chiefs going against the Miami Dolphins happening at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. Oh. Here's why. Minnesotans will enjoy okay, it. Kansas City. Okay. The game time temperature should be at around eight below zero at some point during the game with feels like wind chill temperatures hovering between 20 and 30 below at different points of the football game. Stop it. No. It would make for it being one of the coldest games in NFL history. They say, look, this is just going to be brutal. Meanwhile, uh, the Buffalo Bills host my Pittsburgh Steelers, who sneaked into the playoffs. That's on Sunday when snow and high winds are projected to affect the Buffalo area. Oh, no. Uh, But it's going to be really brutal. So they say the forecast includes a high of 8 degrees during the day that drops into the negatives at night. The overnight temperature could approach uh, Kansas City's January 14th record of 10 below zero. That happened in 1979. But, I mean, if you're playing football and it is sub-zero and the wind chill is sub-teens or 20s, yes, that is brutal. And then sitting in the stands and staying warm will be a real human feat. This is like the kind of weather where weather people say, Exposure to this weather for more than 15 minutes means wind chill, or excuse me, frostbite can set in. Mike's been at a very uncomfortable game that happened at TCF Bank Stadium years ago. Yeah, the third coldest game in history for the NFL. That was when the uh, Minnesota Vikings were playing at TCF Bank Stadium and they were hosting the the, uh, Seattle Seahawks. Vikings fans will remember that as Blair Walsh going wide left. I have a question. Yeah. Why would this be any different than disallowing your players to practice in excruciating heat? They're both dangerous things yeah, that can harm your health. It can harm your health, but but um, heat stroke is different. Like I think there's a different threat level there. Intense heat with those big linemen. Yeah, I think that you run heat stroke is a bigger concern than they're like, okay, cover every part of your body. They're, the equipment managers are working with these teams all week about how we're going to stay warm, how you can warm up on the sideline. There are heated benches. There are hot zones that can be blowing hot air on them. Okay, But still, when it's time for you to get under center or you're lining up on the defensive line, it is just going to be friggin' cold. Yeah, I would say there should be like some kind of hot beverage available. Because that warms you up instantly. Yeah, and they will definitely have heat heaters all on the sideline. Those the things that they put their helmets on actually keep their helmets heated up there. Okay. They'll all be putting on coats as soon as they come off the field. Okay. They uh, do a good job of that. No, do remember uh, Bud Grant before he passed away, of course, earlier this year. He uh, actually showed up to that third coldest game of all time for the Minnesota Vikings game in a t- in a uh, polo. No long short sleeves, sleeve shirt. short sleeve shirt what a beast. for the coin toss. What a beast. They just showed that on NFL Network a couple days <laughs> so ago. Awesome. Everybody else all bundled up, Donna. He, at the time, was probably 88, something like that, yep. and just walked out in a short sleeve shirt. Oh, yep. uh, that's funny. That's a flex. Now, they do have, Donna, you may, may well, you might know this. I don't want to mansplain this. Okay. But they'll have on the sideline these, they're called hot soup things, and so the players can get into, it's some sort of like a hot Think of like a hot tub, but it's like filled with this broth 
that something about them sitting in that in between plays keeps their circulation up. And there you'll just see a few different guys in there together and it keeps there's something about the broth being heated up that way. So it's like a hot broth tub. And wait, then, what? Stop. How does that work? Now they're wet and then they have to go back on the field. You are making jokes. That's okay. Correct. I'm like broth. A hot Damn broth. It. Is tub. that because you're thinking about soup? Probably all I can eat right now because of my dental. Oh, situation. I'm so sorry for you. Did I tell you I'm pre diabetic? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's pocket cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't be. It's always a surprise. This is Brian. Oh, uh, Brian, my best buddy. What up, Big Boo? Oh, he's back. Oh, he's, he's back. back. Baby. Brian brought me a gift yesterday. Brought it all the way up to the to the second floor. Oh, really? What was yeah, it? Yeah, and he was in the middle of like lunch hour. Oh, that's really nice. It's a book. Nice. Whole thirty. Uh oh. Don't. Oh. Beca- are you going to be an, an annoying whole thirty person? Here we yeah, go. I mean, I'm not doing CrossFit. It's not going to be that bad. I know, but Whole30 people, oh, God, every meal they look at, they're like, oh, I'm on Whole30. I can't eat that. Yeah, that's how I'm going to be. Yeah. Absolutely. And then you're going to fix your little problem. That's right. You're trying to reverse your diabetes? I don't yeah. have diabetes. No, she's reverse her pre-diabetes. I have pre-beats. Bets. Betis. Bets. The beats. Betis. Betis. The diabetes. Di- Hi, the Wilford Brimley. I want to talk to you about diabetes. Um, I got the beef. Check it often. All right. Oh, okay. That was the diabetes thing. Um, Brian, what is your soup du jour? I got a bacon caprese. Donna, you want to say anything bad about bacon? No, I'm just going to pass today. I would like to compliment Bacon caprese? Hang on. What the heck is that? Tomato? Tomato bisque with bacon in it, and then I have marinated some, and basil in it, and then marinated some mozzarella balls in balsamic, and you top those on top. Oh my god, that Dang, sounds Gina. so good. And what's your entree? Uh walleye fingers and walleye finger basket with nice. rice. Oh. Hey Brian, what was the soup yesterday? Uh what was it? Chicken enchilada? Oh no, was that? No, it was something different. I thought you called it something different. It was so good. Are you sure? It was like cheesy. The chicken chili was great last week. We'll call it chicken enchilada because that's 100% what it was. All right. Let's call it that then. That makes sense. (laughs) There he is, ladies and gentlemen. That's Chef Brian from the cafeteria. I love you. Have a great weekend. You too. Okay, bye. You think he has off on Monday? Um, I don't know. Well, I'm not sure. Okay. Not even across the hall doesn't. KS95's got to work. What? Yeah. How did we get lucky? I don't know. They're I having a go. meeting about us. Hey, That's do you what have it is. a garage door opener? I sure do, Steve. I'm going to need that. Uh-oh. Okay, I'll find it. Bye, Bye everybody. Everyone. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Mike.